This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily sports fantasy app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP sign up and prop up today. And we're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for the avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including the picks from the SGPN crew better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. And we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the golf gambling podcast. It's a new year and uh, it's a year where we're going to be jam packed full of majors and uh, we're going to make uh, a shit ton of money, hopefully. And uh, it's me, Boston Capper with the God of golf himself, Steve Shermer. What's up, Steve? Happy new year, brother. All rise, baby. <laughs> All rise to return to golf, to return to the golf gambling podcast. And of course, to maybe the return to the playoffs for the giants. We'll see. We're recording this at eight o'clock before the uh, the big Sunday night game. So uh, yeah, but I'm ready uh, for right now. We'll put uh, the NFL to the side, and uh, we'll talk about one of my favorite tournaments of the year, both for betting and just from a general fan experience. You know, I, I love the tournament champions. I don't know about you, but this is definitely one of my favorite non-majors of the year. Yeah, I really dig it, and it's cool this year too because they're expanding it uh, the way they did. If you were in the top thirty in the FedEx Cup, so we got was it 50, is it forty eight or fifty two players now? somewhere around there. Right. Um, and so now we get to see uh, some guys who haven't actually won, but are good golfers constantly uh, finish in the top five. And yeah, I mean, it helps for value plays and DFS when pricing comes out and price of value plays um, for some longer shot bets as well. Well, I think they just got that in there because they want Xander Shoffley to be in a limited uh, field <laughs> event in order to carry that narrative again. Hey, listen, that's what he does. I have no idea why he does it, but he fucking carries it. It's almost impossible to ignore now. And now that I said it out loud, uh, he's going to finish 28th. <laughs> but of yeah, that's, that's, I mean, yeah, listen, I'm just fucking happy golf's back, man. Like this football season has been fucking miserable for me that I've had nothing to look forward to. All I've been doing is waiting for the goddamn golf season to start up again. Uh, I'm in on the, the Mayo thing. I'm going to do a couple teams on that thing you shared uh, on Slack. I love that. Um, that's a cool, really cool format. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just ready to start gambling on golf again and, and, uh, and get some money back in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I I do too. Well, before we go to the new season, so we, we were going to record a a 2021 preview show and you know, holidays got in the way and you know, we weren't able to do it. So, so I'm on record for some 2021 predictions. If you go to sports gambling podcast.com, you'll see, you know, just a general overview about what the majors are going to be for 2021, where they are just early picks, early sleepers. But I am going to put Boston capper on the spot here to get on the record on January 3rd right now. And we're going to hold them to this. (laughs) Who is going to win? all the major tournaments this year. And then we'll do some superlative, some over unders, you know, at the end. So, all right. So, all right. So the masters, so do I only get to pick one, just one, only picking one. So we're going back to April 8th, you know, traditional 
time, you know, with the azaleas in bloom and uh, hopefully there won't be any Bermuda grass still on the golf course that will wreck havoc around the green. So, so right now your pick to win the 2021 masters, it is. I'm sticking with my boy. Uh, we'll go with Johnny Rom. Johnny Rom. Okay. okay. I, listen, he's uh, DJ is my other guy. He just won. I don't think he's winning back to back within six months. So I, I'm sticking with Rom. All right. Let me ask you a question. Is he not going to hit an awful shot on the eighth hole this year? Because he's done that the last two years. You know, he had the shank in the second round in 2019. And then I know. The stone cold I'm, top, probably the worst shot the worst of the shot. year. Yeah, I know. Yes. I agree. Uh, he's going to, he's going to shake those demons. That's it. He's going to shake them this year. I'm okay. telling you. Like Rob is Rob is due, man. Like that. All right. That, he's finally mature stuff. enough to win a major guys. That's you know, right. so there it is. So That's all right. right. All right. Moving on to may 20th PGA championship at Kiowa resort. The last time we saw Kiowa was 2012 and Rory won by eight over. Do you know who finished second? No. Who finished second? David Lynn. <laughs> What happened to him? He so go? he just decided to retire early, but he, he had like kind of like a little bit of a nice 2011, 2012 season. I think he finished like second at quail hollow to, um, I forget what his name is, but it's some guy who like flamed out, you know, unexpectedly. Oh, Derek Ernst. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. Yeah. So, so, so Derek Ernst won and, and they like, he missed the cut every single event. Like after that. So that's so crazy. When you go back and look at that shit and you're like, what the hell happened to that guy? Right. <laughs> he just jumped off. Like, dude, I'd be good for later. If you had like put two years back to back together, made a couple mil and was like, fuck this shit. I'm chilling. Yeah. Like yeah, whatever. Pretty much. But, I don't feel like golfers have to do that though. You're playing golf. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like I get why football players do it because they want to be able to walk when they're 50, but dude, it's golf. Like keep playing, make money. Like who gives a shit? I don't know. Right. Whatever. So, well, apparently one opt out. So, all right. So Kiwa Island. So PJ championship, who, who's your pick right now? <laughs> What's funny is, is I didn't know Rory won this back in, uh, or I forgot that he won this back in 2012 and I was dicking around, uh, trying to, trying to make some, uh, early picks and, uh, Rory was who I landed on. So I'm pretty sure that's a terrible sign. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure well, I mean, a- in my column, I actually went with Rom for this one. You can read all the reasons why, but yeah. uh, I mean, listen, I, I, I think Rory's probably a good pick too. And th- there were some, you know, encouraging things that we saw to Rory towards the end of the year. Towards the end. Yep. Yeah, it is. It, so. Yeah, I, I just even towards the end, he's still going to be so hard to trust. Like, <sighs> well, I mean, he went the, the first nine holes of the Masters, he was awful, and then I think so he, he, turned was, it, he was like fourteen under. I think the rest yeah, of the place. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah. know. It, it, it just lingers with me. <laughs> All right, so moving on to June seventeenth, Tory Pines. Yeah, an awful, awful major venue. Unless you're a Tiger Woods fan. Because then <laughs> okay. it is bucket list territory in yeah. order to go play his golf course. So, all right. So U.S. Open Tory Pines. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be your typical bomb and gouge setup. John Realm is always really good there. I've heard his name mm-hmm. being bounced around and all the other preview podcasts. So, are you gonna go with John Realm's second major of the year no. at the U.S. Open? Listen, I love John Rob, but I don't think he's winning two majors in one year. Uh, so I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Uh, big baby steroid. Let's go, Bryson. Let's go. Bomb and gouge course. Like this, I'm telling you, this is, this is set up for him. Uh, and yeah, I, I like Bryson in this. It, it, it could, I mean, if he was able to take part wing foot like that, that's right. That's he's going to be able to take apart the yeah. tip, the typical stereotypical bomb and gouge golf course on the BJ tour yep. that will just have a little more rough and which he's proven. He just hacks the fuck out of. So yeah. like, 
it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. And actually I, I, I refreshed myself on the golf course a couple of weeks ago, you know, as I was preparing that column and all the bunkers where they've done a couple some bunker work, you know, trying to push it out lately, but he's just going to hit over all of them. It's not going to matter. And he's going to be the only one to be able to do it too. Like, and I even DJ can hit over some of those bunkers, but he can do it. And it just, yeah. I, 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 that one might be, might be a snooze fest by the yeah. weekends. So. It could be. Well, I mean, we said the same thing when he did that to Winkfoot, but really he didn't, excuse me. He didn't run away with that shit until Sunday. Right. Wolf kind of melted down and he tore it apart. So, uh, you know, maybe we can take it into Sunday. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know, Ma- know, maybe short knocking Graham McDowell, you know, will play, uh, put up a little bit of a fight. No. <laughs> All right. Last one. So the open championship makes its return uh, after they cashed all that insurance money, allegedly. For, like, canceling allegedly. The uh, I don't think lawyers are going to come after us on this podcast, bro. I think. No, probably not. <laughs> so. So this is at Royal St. George's yep. and the last time we saw Royal St. George's on the Rota was 2011. So do you know who won the 2011 open championship? No, do do? no, 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 Nothing? no. Was it, um, I'm blanking on his name. Was it fucking Tom? Uh... <laughs> it wasn't Tom Watson. That was a Tom Watson. <laughs> no, he, he lost at Turnberry to Stuart Sink. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and that's why no one likes Stuart Sink anymore. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was Darren Clark. Oh, that guy. Of course. Uh, Darren Clark beat. Uh, so Dustin Johnson was making a charge. And then on 14, he shanked the ball out of bounds to uh, end his term. And then Phil made a nice run there too. He fell short. So, but yeah, Darren Clark won 2011 open championship. And honestly, before I saw highlights from uh, about a week ago, the tournament, I couldn't name anything from it. So, but that's a really, um, that's a really gorgeous course though. I mean, if you like nuclear power plants in the back, Oh, come on. I'm talking about the course itself. Like the course uh, itself, the golfer is very nice. It's by Harry Colt. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of, it used to be a really borderline unfair golf course, uh, but they kind of, uh, you know, there's a lot of sand dunes to create some blind shots there. Right. They kind of smooth those out a little bit and make it a little more playable, but no, it's, it's a good golf course. And um, it's one of the more remote golf courses. Cause it's all the way on the Southern end of England. Uh, it gets really windy. Uh, yeah, down super. yeah. I think the set, I was watching the highlights and I think the Saturday of the 2011 open championship, was just a bloodbath. <laughs> it, it was brutal. So it's my favorite. those are my favorite type of days. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like next year we're gonna go to St Andrews, and the winning scores gonna be you know twenty five under. But this one I think is gonna you know throw some teeth to the player. So all right, so who's your pick for Open Champion of the Year? Give me my spirit animal, man, Hatton. Let's go, <laughs> let's go with yeah. Hatton. Give me my spirit animal. That dude was on fire at the end of the year. Technically home course, right? Like same country, whatever. Like yeah, come on, give me Hatton. So you're not concerned that he missed every cut at the major in twenty? No, I feel no, I feel like he's a I, no. No, no. I feel like he turned it on at the end of the year. Like he'll be home all pumped. Wait, do they, do they allow crowds over in England right now? Uh, I mean, it's July. So I don't know. I mean, a lot can change, right? Yep. So we'll see. We'll see how much this thing mutates, you know? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's not talk about the press and shit. It's 2021 baby. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So let, let's, let's do Ryder cup action real quick too. So, I mean, a lot can change right now, right. but so how the teams are going to be qualified? First of all, it's at Whistling Straits. Uh, last time we saw that was 2015 when Jason Day won by like I think it was like minus 20 over Speed back when right. Speed was good. So, um, so who knows how they're going to set this up? You know, maybe the U.S. will try and extract a little bit of revenge on the Euros by having a setup that's a little more you know bomber friendly to them. 
We'll see. I mean, it's going to be in September. It's going to be cold. Might be really windy. That might backfire on the Americans yeah. if you know. Depending they on who they put out there. Yeah, exactly. So, so as of right now, so um, the U.S. changed their qualifying um, based on their format. So it's only top six get automatics, and there's six captains picks. I don't know. So let's go rapid fire. Is, right wait, now is, is, who's? Do we know who's going to be the captain again? Uh, so the captain is Steve Stricker. Stricker, okay. He's still Stricker. You say, okay. and okay. it's Podrick Harrington. Ooh. Or uh, All right. Yeah. I so, like Drake, man. Yep. So, all right. So the current top six. Just, just let me know. Is there anybody on this list who is not going to make it either if they don't automatically qualify or a captain's pick? So Dustin Johnson, Bryson Shambo, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kapka, Kyle Moore, Kyle Xander, Shoffley. Anyone on that list probably not making it. The only one I would even think about just because he was banged up, but I know it's your boy, bro, but maybe Brooks, that'd be the only one that I could think of. The health is a little concerning, but right. I, I, even, I think it like, I think if he's, if he's like the 11th or 12th guy and he's like kind of healthy, I think they're going to take him as a captain's pick just because. Yeah, no. I, and so, yeah, I, I, exactly. I, that, that would, that would be the only concern would be the help. All right. So here are the next guys on the list. So Webb Simpson, is he making it? No, no. Okay. Patrick I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he can recreate what he did this past year. Like, I mean, okay. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like he's always a solid golfer, but what he did this year was kind of insane. I mean, he was, he was really, really solid in every, in almost every tournament he played in. He was, I mean, he faded definitely down the stretch mm-hmm. a little bit in the fall. Uh, although, I mean, he did play well at the masters. So he's got some momentum there. All right. So Webb, you think is out mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Reed. In or he's out. In. He's in, dude. That's a, that, that even dude though made, he made for he, Ryder Cup, man. Even though he's submarine the last two team events. <sighs> yeah. Do, do I have to recap? Do I? No, have to no, 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 no. You're. I'm telling you, I still, I still think he's in. Okay, Patrick Reason, Tony Finau, in or out. I think this is a good year for Tony. I think he's in. Okay. All right. So we have we're up to eight guys then. Matthew Wolf, in or out. Ooh. I think Wolfie's in. Like I think, good, I think Wolfie's in. I think Wolf is going to be a lock. I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah. Yeah. I think Wolfie's definitely in. Daniel Berger, in or out? You know. The answer is no. I agree. <laughs> I, I Of the guys right now in the top 12, I think he's the one who's going to drop out. I think he's, I think he's the, he's, he's the easiest one to pick to drop out. There's no right. way. It's Daniel Berger. So 12th on the list right now is Patrick Cantley. Is he going to be in or out? Ooh, that's kind of. Hmm. You're only up to nine, by the way. Yes. Nine guys on the thing. That's the fine. I can't, man. I don't, so uh, you know me. I got a blind spot against Cantlay just because I don't particularly like his personality. But I mean, dude always finds a way to win. Yeah, I guess he's in. Cantlay's gonna be a lock. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right. So you got so you got ten on the list right now. You're throwing out Webb and you're throwing out Burger. So here's some of the next guys. Kevin Kisner. I like kids, man. I like it. So whistling straights. Is that a long course? It's a long course, but for a team that you need guys who can like cook and short knock. I like kids, man. That dude's a grinder. Like he's like, he's, he's a, he's, he's somebody who definitely loves the U S right. Georgia boy. I think he is right. Like, yeah. All right. Let's put kids in. All right. So that's 11. Gary Woodland in or out now nah. out Harris English in or out out Jason Kokrak in or out. Ooh. Love Kokrak, but I don't think he, I don't think he's going to make that team. All right. Tiger woods in or out. Oh Christ. I hope not. But you know what? Like I can see Stricker picking him again. 
Wow. I can see that. Uh, dude, I can, I, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, that, you know, they factor in TV ratings and that type of shit too. I do. I could definitely see that fucking happening. I don't want it to happen, but I could definitely see that happening. All right, well, I, I, I think I got one more who I think are going to be a slam dunk on Scotty Scheffler. Oh yeah. He's in. He's All in. right. So now you're up to 12. If you kick tiger out. So your team yeah. is going to be Dustin Bryson, JT, more Kyle Let's just throw Kepka in there. Okay. Guys. Okay. Reed Finau, Wolf, uh, Cantley, Kisner, Shuffler. Okay. That's your team. That's a good team. I think I think you need to kick out one of those bombers for Webb, though. I think you, you need think a so? knocker. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Finau, I think is redundant. You know, Wolf would be yeah. redundant, kind of. I, you got, I, I kick you got Finau DJ, out. you got Bryson, you got Brooks on the team. Yeah, I kick Finau out over Wolf. Okay. All right, so that's good. All right, so Euros. Come on. So, uh, thank you, by the way, for the listeners for, for indulging us with the Ryder Cup analysis. Uh, <laughs> Listen, man, uh, this stuff got that too. They just want to hear it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So the Euros are gonna be, I mean, they're they're from as weird. It's like top four in European points events list and then top five in world rankings. I don't know. Basically, yeah, there's I, nine, I tried there's nine, I tried to figure it out this morning and I was like, nah, fuck this shit. Yeah, there's nine it. autos right now. So the guys currently writing in for the Europeans are Tommy Fleetwood, John Rahm, Rory, Victor Perez. Terrell Hatton, Danny Willett, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Lee Westwood, and Bern Wiesberger. Who are the guys are, who are not going to make it in September? Because I, 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 I think there's at least three or four. Who are I was going to say like, there's a, there's a couple on here. Like I don't yeah. think Westwood's going to make it, but, but do they do the captain's choice too? Right. So they might just bring him along. Well, there's only three captain's choices. So yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, Westwood's played like absolute dog shit. And we has, he just won the order of merit on the European tour. Yeah, you don't pay attention to the European tour. Well, you should. He's been playing pretty well. I think Lee's actually going to make it. Is he? What about Fleetwood? Uh, Fleetwood, I think, is going to make it too. I mean, and, and the reason why is we're going to go through some names of you Who's know left? captains' picks. It's it's ugly. So I mean, Rom is a lock. Rory's a Rom's lock. lock. Hadden's a lock. I think Fitzpatrick's a lock. He's oh, been playing so pretty too. well. Yeah, I love Fitzpatrick. Um, I think Fleetwood's going to end up being a lock. Um, Danny Willett, no. <laughs> Right. Victor Perez. Victor Perez. No. no, like will it Perez? And then who was the, Bert, the name? Visa. Yeah, that's it. Like yeah. I, I, no, Right. So there's three. So that means they need six more. They need six. <laughs> so maybe Victor Perez is coming. Who knows? But dude, so. If the U S loses to this fucking team, like what a disaster. I know. Well, let's So list of contenders for the R six, we can go. All right. So Henrik Stenson. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. I love my Stenson, but he's, I know bad. you do dude, but I mean, how fucking bad has he been? <laughs> he's been really bad. Really, really I, bad. I'm, I'm not going to defend it. He's been, he's been awful. So, all right, here's a slam dunk right here. Victor Hovland. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's in Shane Lowry. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're up to eight, I think for you. Okay. All right. Sergio. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. all right. Nine. Justin Rose. <laughs> the look you just gave. <laughs> no, fuck Justin Rose. No. No. Okay. What if he goes back to Hanma? Is he going to make it then? No. No. Uh-uh. Just so we can hawk some more expensive clubs. No. <laughs> All right. So we're up to we're still up to nine. Paul Casey. Oh yeah, he's in. All right, ten. Ian Poulter, <sighs> the team mascot. They just going to bring him? Yeah, they're going to bring him. I'm he's telling you, he's awful him. though. Yeah, I know, but he wears those fancy belts and he gets in people's. Fucking yeah, they're bringing them. All right, I'm just gonna jump down the list here because it's gonna be one of your boys here, Thomas Peters. 
Yeah, I wish they'd bring him. I don't think they're going to bring him, though. You think they'll bring Peters, man? I mean, he'd be a good fit for Whistling Straits. I mean, he's a big bomber. They they need longer guys on this team. Yeah, that is true. I'd, there, I'd love to see Peters. I would love to see Peters out there snapping clubs and losing his shit. I'd love it. <laughs> All right. Here's one of my faves. Robert McIntyre. He's a young Scottish kid. Okay. He's All right. Monty, basically. He actually kind of looks a little dumpy like Monty, too. Really? Yeah, Does he? Does. So right. he's, 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 a, he's a little tubby, but no, I, I think, I think he's going to have a nice year in the Euro tour. I think he's going to actually going to make it on a uh, captain's uh, or not captains. I think he's going to actually automatically qualify. All right. Be my, I'm, so. in, I'm in, I'm in on a, a good young Scott. All right. So as you can see, my point being is the euros are kind of in a rough shape right here. Like I, I, this is a big transition period for the Euros, just because you, know, you got your old guard and like Justin Rose, Henrik Stenson, Sergio, Lee Westwood, Poulter, Casey, they're all getting older and they're all on the downside of their career right now. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of 2016 where they, the Euros brought you know, over that kind of scrappy, you know, Mm-hmm. They had some questionable names at the back, you know, back end of that team, and they just got boat raced. And right. yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of thinking that might happen again. And I think that's the reason why Team USA is minus 150 right now yeah. to win the Ryder Cup. Dude, I, that's too. I, I looked at that earlier today. That's that's after just going through who the Euros have to pick from. That is fucking way too cheap. Way right, too cheap. and I. Right. And I, and I think people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, team USA had a really strong, you know, team in France. And I mean, Europe had a good team too. And that golf course was designed. They, they basically rigged the golf course in order to favor the euros. I, I think USA is going to get a little bit of revenge this time. And I think that unfortunately it's, it's kind of going to go back and forth between the two teams of just really slanting the golf course for one side, but just looking at this team right now, I mean, unless you know, like Rose gets better. Stenson plays better. You know, Sergio starts, you know, show a little more consistency. I it's, it's ugly for the euros. So I, I mean, minus one fifty is that's, that's I, I like that. I might have, I might go jump on that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might actually might go jump on that right now. All right. So last let's do some superlatives and over under. So a player currently inside the top 20 in the world who drops out of the top 50 by the end of the year. I have one name. I think there's one name as a slam dunk. Yeah, I think we're probably in the same one. It's Berger. Yeah, it's Berger. It's Berger. Thirteenth in the world. I know, dude. No, no way. I, and I, so I think I might have. What about where's Fleetwood at? I think Fleetwood is like eighteenth or nineteenth. Yeah, he's out too. <laughs> out of the top fifty, I don't think so. He's out. gonna play enough. Euro, he's gonna play enough Euro events in order to stay in. Listen, man, I'm just staying on brand, bro. Wow. Burger, Burger was my pick, and I and I was gonna pick Fleetwood if you would pick Burger as well. So okay. I'll, right. I'll, I'll roll with that. All right. Over under two and a half wins for Bryson by the end of the year. Under. Really? Yeah. You think he gets injured or something? <sighs> no. I just. I don't know. I maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe I just put in too much wait into the masters messing with his psyche a little bit and he comes out and he's just a, not as sharp or he tries to fix and overcorrect this overcorrect that. And he, and he doesn't really get going until like, I don't know, mid year. All right. I think it's gonna be way over. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's still got three M he's still got, you know, rocket yeah, the rocket mortgage, mortgage. He's got travelers. He got all these garbage. Yeah, events yeah. He's going to play. That's, in, true. So. That's true. That's true. I guess, I guess I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking about that. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit, man. Three. Yeah. Three. I, I think he's, I think he's going to win four times this year. Huh. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stick with my gut. All right. Over under 50 and a half world ranking for Ricky Fowler by the end of the year. 
Under. He's out. He's out of the top fifty. Well, you mean over then? Over. Yeah. Over. over. Out. Okay. He's out. He's finally I, out. I think he's gonna be under. Come on. I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have a comeback here. Oh man, Kramer is creaming in his pants when he fucking listens to this letter. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it could not be any worse for the guy. <laughs> Last year, I mean, he was going through swing changes, had a little bit of time off. And, changed you his know, putter like an idiot. You know, honestly though, so I remember watching during the break. They've had all the old like tournaments during the year, and there was the what the Capital One like match between him and DJ and Rory and Wolf, and Fowler was actually the best player that day. And then something happened after that. I mean, I, there was an article by Eamon Lynch where basically Fowler spends like an entire month shooting commercials during the year. Oh so I don't know. I mean, maybe that gets in his head a little bit. Maybe he's like, all right, I'm going to recommit. You know, I think he fixes the swing. Maybe he fixes the putter. He just needs to go back to his old putter. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like uh, that's the craziest shit ever. Like when a guy, like when a guy who is just, when you Ricky was a guy who was like 20 feet away, you'd be like, ah, he's got like an 80% chance of making this. You know what I mean? And then he switched and it was just a shit show. Right. All right. So we're on opposite sides of that. I think he's going to be decent year. You think he's just going to contain a crater. All right. Jordan Spieth over under 99 and a half world ranking by the end of the year. He's under baby. He's under, he's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out this year. I think the free fall is going to continue. <laughs> yes. I, I think, I think this is more for like, this might be more of a want, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to see this dude struggle as bad as he has struggled is like, it, it's tough to watch. And it's like, all right, man, come on, fix it. Please God, get out of your own head. Get, get, get out from in between your ears and just go back to what you were doing, man. Like, so there's been rumblings that he might be working with Butch, Butch Harmon. Ooh. Which is which is encouraging. Yeah, definitely. But that until he until he head. actually does it, and until he ditches McCormick or just makes some sort of big life change with his you know his team, his routine, whatever, I don't see how this gets fixed at this point. He he is so in his head right now with everything. So, I mean, if he makes a coaching change, I think that's going to be needed. But until then, like like ever everything was literally a mess last yeah, year. I agree. It was. Yeah. It was a disaster, but that's uh, only only one way to go, right? Up, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the lowest you can be is twenty one hundred in the world. <laughs> All right. All right. Next one. Over under half a win for Tiger Woods by the end of the year. Shit. Uh, I'd say under. I just don't think he's got it at any moment. I th- I think he's cooked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, I think yeah. he's I think he's cashed. His kids better than. I, I <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that leads us to our next, uh, over on a category over under one and a half career majors for Charlie woods. Oh man. I mean, what is the kid? 12, <laughs> whatever. Same difference. Um, man, being tiger woods kid has got to have some sort of pressure. Like who knows if he even fucking goes into golf. I'm just going to, I'm going to take the under cause he's 12. I would take the under two. Do you know how hard it is to get <laughs> yeah. a golfer? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, the kid's good, but whatever. Like, I mean, clearly he's really good. Like everybody, listen, we had nothing to watch and everybody was watching that shit. Right. Like we were all watching it. Like, holy shit, look at this stuff. But at the same point, he's 12, dude, the kid could get into chemistry when he's 16 and want to be a fucking scientist. You don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to take the under. Yeah. I mean, maybe he just burns out on golf and he wants to play like, I don't know, hockey or something. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think it's going to be hockey living in Florida, bro. But, but uh, yeah, your point is well, well received. Um, all right. Well, listen, before we, uh, before we jump into uh, the, uh, the century field and all that, man, we got to let you know that, uh, listen, we're brought to, Keep up mybookie.ag. Every sports fan knows that it's not about how you start the season. It's about how you finish. And at mybookie, 2020 finishes strong with the NFL, college football, and the return of NBA action. Sign up today to receive a halfway deposit bonus up to $1,000. Damn, that's pretty good. I should have jumped in on that one. I should have waited. Uh, <laughs> and while you're at it, uh, ring in with this holiday six days giveaways. I think that's already over boys uh, to get it in on the action. It's simple. Sign up, make your first deposit and enter the promo code S G P uh, head over to my bookie to discover this year's batch of fun on-site promotions. And listen, this holiday season bet with the best bet with my bookie. And then uh, for thrive, man, we got to come up and prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive is the daily fantasy sports app for player props. Uh, me and Steve love thrive. Uh, we usually give our lineups. Uh, hopefully uh, the stuff will be out uh, for the next episode, but yeah, man, we, we love thrive. Uh, I, uh, I spend uh, way too much time on that site. Um, and uh, with thrive, listen, you can eliminate countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game in the NFL. Choose 10 out of the 20 available props. NBA, PGA, MLB, and esports. Choose five out of the ten. Uh, each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under, based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded has over fifty thousand dollars in guaranteed prizes weekly, and has awarded over one point six million dollars in cash prizes. Use promo code SGP when you sign up today, and you'll receive an instant match up to fifty bucks on your first deposit with a four times rollover. Download the Thrive Fantasy on the app store or the play store by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. sign up and prop up today. And do not forget the promo code S G P. Hey, did you know thrive does uh you can do like, like little side, like player prop shit. I did not actually. Yeah. So I couldn't figure it out on the app, but I saw somebody talking about it on Twitter. So I just went to the actual web web page and you can bet like four or five guys. And it's like a 10 times payout or something like that. You should dick around with that. That's pretty fun. Do they uh, have that for golf too? Or is it just like, I couldn't find it on golf. I, I only found it on the NFL. I only found it a couple of weeks ago. So golf was out. So maybe they will be able to do it on golf too. Uh, Hopefully. I, I mean, if it's golf, I'll definitely, you know, go bankrupt. Doing <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. Look at that soft line. No, it's not soft. Um, all right. So, um, you can go read, uh, you can go read the preview, um, on uh, sports game podcast.com. Um, Steve put a nice little article up. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you want to hit on? What's important here? Well, I mean, so, so, so if you're a long-term fit, I mean, well, I mean, we've been around since the wind of last year, but we're, you know, we're going to two episodes a week. So how this format's going to work basically is, you know, we're going to basically summarize, we're going to do a little, you know, preview of the tournament. So we're going to tell you who's in the field, you know, major storylines coming in. We're going to break down the golf course and then just give kind of like our early leans a little bit. So, you know, I, I think probably where to start is because of the tournament of champions. And I think it'd be fun to give a uh, Boston camper, a little quiz here. Why are you always quizzing me, bro? <laughs> because it's fun. You know, it, it, listen, I love trivia and uh, I like seeing how good your memory is. So my memory is trash, dude. I've smoked a lot of weed and I drink my face off on a nightly basis. Okay. Well, that's why this is going to be entertaining. Then. So, <laughs> so we're going to go over, I'm going to give Capper a list of names and he's going to tell me what event they won last year Jesus. to make it in the tournament. So I'll, I'll give you a couple easy ones first. So you say easy. <laughs> All right. So, so Adam Scott, what did he win last year to make it in? Ah, oh, what the fuck? It was like the first tournament he actually came back to. 
<sighs> I don't fucking remember. I, it was the first tournament he came back though, right? Wasn't it uh, the first one he played? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah, uh, yeah he he won the I think the Australian Open in like January, and then he won the Genesis Invitational Genesis. Riviera. Oh, I knew that. Damn it! All right, <laughs> let's go with another Aussie, Cam Smith. What did he win? I'm already uh, in here. It was almost a year ago. Uh, this week, <laughs> dude, I don't know. <laughs> he won the Sony Open. It's gonna be brutal. Yep. <laughs> Gotta keep going. All right. Well, if you didn't know those, all right. Now we're getting to some tougher names. Martin Laird. Oh, Party Marty. Uh, we just fucking. This wasn't even that long ago. This was like right before the break with the fucking playoff. Yeah, you want to play off over uh, Wolf, Wolf and and uh, oh, what's his name? Austin Cook. Yeah. So where did he win? Oh God, I can picture the fucking playoff. I can picture the goddamn playoff, and I can't remember the fucking course. When the Shriners. Shriners. Fuck. Uh, TBC Summerlin. All right, now we're going pretty far back now. Oh, God. Andrew Landry. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. What did he win? What did he win? Somewhere down in the Dominican, probably. No. No, he won the United States. Uh, he won the American Express. He's actually a two-time PGA Tour winner, by the way. That is ridiculous. That, that's pretty disrespectful right there. That's more than a <laughs> top 10 Tony. Yo, well, yeah. Well, listen. Listen, I get that. Uh, shit, man. Two times? I can't believe that dude's won twice. Yeah, he won, I think, the... What was it? The the Houston Open or the no? He won the Valero a couple of years. Oh, the ago. Valero. But yeah, but did, wasn't the Houston Open the Valero? Didn't they no, Valero. Valero's in San Antonio. Okay. Yep. No, he won the American Express over in Palm Desert. So we'll see that in a couple of weeks. All right, Nick Taylor. What did he win last year? <laughs> Do you know who Nick Taylor is? No, I have no. I can't picture. If I fucking tripped over that guy, I wouldn't know who he was. All right. Well, he's Canadian. Okay. Apparently he's a really good Mario Kart player. That's, that's one thing that uh, I've learned. Why, why do you know that? Why they, they love it on, there's a, there's a rival podcast. I won't listen to that. Uh, <laughs> they, they love Nick Taylor and uh, they always mention Mario Kart. My, my Canadian is Corey Connors. That's yes. My guy. Yes. And, uh, Corey Connors, not in the field though. Yeah, I know. I know. That's sad. I like Corey Connors. Um, he'll be, he'll be on uh he'll be on those. He'll be on a couple of those teams. Uh, of the one that or the big pool we're doing. Well, anyway, so Nick Taylor won the famous AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am over Phil. A Pro-Am? Does that really count? Yeah, he won the actual pro tournament. Oh, he won the pro tournament. No, he, Kevin Streelman and uh, Sandbagger Larry Fitzgerald won the amp. The oh, amp. okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald out. says he's like a 15, but he's like a five. Okay. So he's like, he's like Steph Curry, but opposite. Steph Curry exactly. says he's a nine and he's really a fucking 25. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Michael Thompson. What'd he win? Oh, this was actually a very active day on the Slack channel because one of our, uh, yeah, I little fan fanboys had uh had uh, money on Thompson that day. Yeah. Nah, dude, I'm not gonna remember it. I remember all the chatter fucking. <sighs> all right. Three M open. 3M. Fucking Christ. What was it? Right. Never mind. I'm not even going to dig myself a hole. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Last, last one to be on your misery here. Thanks. Richie Warinsky. What did he win? No. No idea. Dominican. <laughs> I mean, close. It was a Barracuda. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes Ops sense. Field yeah, exactly. Jesus, dude, my memory is trash. I need to start taking some ginkgo biloba. Can we get a ginkgo biloba s- sponsor on the show, please? Somebody says right, we'll, we'll some. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, all right. So so basically, all your winners are here from you know the last calendar year or so, and then you have 
uh, anyone who made it into the FedEx uh, tour championship last year. So that was a way to shoehorn, um, you know, Xander in there, Tony Finau in there. So uh, yeah. So like those guys are the the only winners who are not here is Terrell Hatton, your boy, COVID one Bay Hill. And then Jim Herman, he's not here. Wait, is he the one? Is he? He's the one with COVID. I think Herman's got COVID. Herman's got COVID. I think Herman's got COVID. Oh, well, then there you go. Then. Yeah, I think Herman's got COVID because I thought the same thing when I was going through it. I was like, why the hell wouldn't he play? Yeah, it's a guaranteed <laughs> paycheck, and right. I mean, he's had two top twenty finishes the last two years, and right. both of them wins. Right. So he needs the money. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, All right, I mean, that, so, was, that was fucking miserable. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Thanks for uh, putting my trash memory on display. I appreciate you, that. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously you got, you know, the big names in the, in the field, Dustin Johnson, you got Bryson, you got Justin Thomas, you got John Rom. So, I mean, this is adding in the tour championship. It, I mean, this is one of the stronger oh, yeah. fields I, I've seen that. And it, I mean, th- that's part of the reason why I think this tournament is, you know, one of my favorites is because it's, it's like a mini WGC. Yes. And the golf course is just awesome. It's beautiful. I mean, especially living in, you know, basically Siberia, like I do, <laughs> it's, it's a welcome sight to be able to see the sun and the ocean and green grass. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good. So, I mean, as far as like major storylines coming in, um, you know, can DJ continue his dominant run? I mean, obviously yeah. he was great in the fall. He's been great since last summer. You know, can that continue? Xander is probably the horse of the course right now. You know, he finished second last year, in the playoff, you know, we'll get to what happened last year in a yeah. little bit, but, and then he won the previous year. So there's that. Um, I think I'm not on social media anymore, but I can only imagine Bryson's going to be shoved down our throats all week because of all the long drives there at Kapalua. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> so that's going to be awesome. And he's, he's going to be insufferable probably this week, you know, with his, you know, 450 yard drives and trying to drive it, you know, on 17, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. And then uh whale migration patterns. You know, I always look forward to Mark Rolfing, uh, dropping that knowledge of, uh, you know, the humpback whales, you know, swim by the islands and making the way yeah. to the Pacific coast. I don't know where they're going, but Mark Rolfing always seems to know. Yeah. He, so uh, he's that, tapped that, into the marine biology. Yes, he is. Oh, and then everything breaks towards Molokai. That is uh that's the, another major lesson I've learned from yeah. all the years of Tamarin champions that everything breaks towards <laughs> the giant Island across the way because the golf course is on a goddamn ski slope. So of course <laughs> it breaks towards that Island. I mean, how nice is it that not only do you win a PGA tournament, then your reward is going to a beautiful golf course in Hawaii and getting a guaranteed paycheck. Yeah. I mean the, the resort's great. My, my uncle played there a couple of years ago and it's, it's everything is cracked up to be. It's, is it's it? yeah. The, the golf course is excellent. I mean, the resort is top notch. I think, I think it's owned by your Hilton or Ritz Carlton, but it's, it's a top notch resort. It's, it's great. And honestly, I mean, just looking at, you know, the 17th T looking down all the way oh, yeah. to the bottom. I mean, it just, I, I just, it, it makes you want to play this golf course. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, it, it's my favorite non-major my, year, uh, just because I, I get so jealous that I can't go play this place. My birth mom moved out to Hawaii like a month ago and I'm like, and really? she wants, yeah. And she's like, I want to fly you out with the kids. And I was like, all right. And I, that just popped into my head. I was like, Hmm. Does she work for risk Carlton? No, she does not. She grows weed. <laughs> okay. Allegedly. Well, yeah. Well, she was in Colorado prior, so it was legal there. Um, okay. yeah, she moved out to <laughs> she moved out to fucking Hawaii. So, um, 
But anyway, yeah. So uh, maybe I can try to skate out there at some point if we can ever travel again. That'd be fun. Yeah, um, that, that would be great. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, I, look, I mean, I'm stoked for it. Like you said, I mean, it, it's so packed full of talent. Like, it's fun to see the big dogs go at it. I wish there wasn't like a month of rust. You know what I mean? Like, I wish all these guys were like sharp and in form. Um, but fuck, man, like Christ, give me a beautiful golf course with the best golfers in the world. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Please. Can, can well, I mean, I mean, and that's, I think the one thing we need to hit on too, is that there is a month where we don't really know what these guys were doing over the holidays. So if you're someone like me who looks at a lot of data, you got to understand that most of this stuff is old and probably not relevant. So you kind of have to fit the golf course to like skill sets. And one of the great things about Kapalua and one of the great things about like, you know, any great golf course in the United States is that there's not one type a player that typically does well here. here. You know, it, 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 there tends to be a little bit of everything for, you know, anyone. And you know, there's something for the bombers, you know, it's wide fairway. So they can just, you know, hit driver, hit it anywhere. You know, it's, if you miss the fair, if you miss the fairway here, you really fucked up. No, you did. I mean, and honestly, if you do miss the fairway, you actually are fucked up because yeah, yeah, it's, it's the penalty area, but yeah, it's 70 yard wide fairways. Like if you look at a relative skill set chart, like driving accuracy, it just does not matter because right. you can basically hit it anywhere. You know, the shorter hitters like it just because there's a lot of downhill holes that gives them a there, you know, the prevailing East Northeast winds can, you know, give them an advantage too. And, the and there's a lot of shapes. Yep. The greens are big, although they did just renovate them. Oh, so they? I'll talk, I'll touch on that in a little bit of how that affected last year's tournament. But um, there's a lot of shave down areas around the green, you know, that tends to give better scramblers, you know, a little bit of an edge. That's where they can make up strokes here. Um, you know, and, and our reason why it's, it kind of elevates, you know, a lot of different types of golfer, just, you know, between the wind, which can get very windy there. Um, you know, it can aid a shorter hitter or, you know, if it's a holes playing it into the wind, you know, a longer hitter can do well there. Uh, and then there's big dramatic elevation changes, uh, from the highest point, the 17th tee, it's about 450 deep feet down all the way down to about the eighth green. Um, and that kind of makes it look really good on TV just cause you have a lot of dramatic approach shots. You have a lot of dramatic uphill shots, downhill shots. That's mostly seen. I, I think like the biggest indicate or not indicator, but like, you know, where the wind and the elevation changes really come to play the most is the 12th and 13th hole. So the 12th hole is usually where, um, most of the longest drives on the entire PGA tour are had, um, a couple of years ago, you had Dustin Johnson hit it, basically drive it to about two inches on the 12th and uh, Brandon Chamblee called it the greatest shot in golf history. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, a, little, that's a, little, a little debatable, it's a hyperbole right there. Right. But I mean, if you catch the speed slot there and you catch the right wind and go all the way to the green right. and then the 13th hole is you go straight back into the wind up the hill. It's actually one of the hardest holes on the entire PGA tour. Like there's bunkers about 270, 280 yards. And most guys, if their wind is really kicking, they're not gonna be able to reach it. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's, and that's what's great about Kapalua. It gives a really nice mix of, you know, uphill holes, downhill holes, holes into the wind holes with crosswinds, you know, and B- bill core and Ben Crenshaw did a really nice job with his golf course. And then 2019, it actually underwent a little bit of refinement. So they rebuilt some bunkers. Um, they resotted the entire golf course with a little bit more of a durable Bermuda grass strain and they rebuilt all the bunkers. And that's why I played a little harder last year. Uh, typically scores. Usually it's a little bit of a birdie fest, you know, when he scores about minus 20 or so, 
But last year, just because it played really firm, you know, scores were a little muted. Like you saw guys, uh, you know, hit approach us and the ball just kind of bounded over the green and then became a little bit of a scrambling concept. That's why, you know, Patrick Reed did pretty well. You know, Justin Thomas is yeah. a good scrambler. He was in the mix. Sanders pretty good scrambler. He was in the mix too. Yeah. They, um, went, so they went to a playoff last year, right? They did. So, and that's, that was actually on the other day on golf channel. They replayed all the final yeah, rounds. You, and you, yeah. You gave, you gave a nice little breakdown of what to watch and when it was on, on the Slack channel. I figure, I mean, if I was going to give a little bit of PSA on uh, some uh, hangover golf, I think that would be right. a good way to do it. So, but I mean, that was a great final round. So JT, there, there was a lot of choking that went on in the final round. Uh, yeah. So JT had about two shot lead. I think going to 16, he put it in the uh, bunker. Uh, he drove the bunker there. He kind of made a mess of that hole. Uh, hit it, a beautiful drive on 18 up one. And then he put it, he hit this snap hook into the weeds on his approach shot into 18 and he couldn't get up and save for, for par Xander ended up getting on the green in two and he up three putting the hole <laughs> in order to push it to playoff. And that led Patrick Reed in there. And then Xander three putt again on 18, the very next playoff hole. So he was eliminated. And then finally GT one uh, after, I mean, Patrick Reed denies it, but someone yelled cheater in the middle of Patrick Reed's uh, putt, and he missed that. So, which remember, you know, Carmen I remember, I remember that vaguely. I definitely vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was that was a pretty nice way to you know begin the year. But I mean, that was a good playoff there, and uh, you know, all three guys have had a lot of success there. Uh, Dustin Johnson's had a lot of success there. He's a bomber. You got some short knockers who had success there, like you know, Stricker's a former winner. Zach Johnson's a former winner. Uh, and then you got guys like JT and Xander. You know, back when Spieth was actually a decent player guys who did a little bit of everything very well. So you know, if you just look at past leaderboards, you look at guys who are pretty good there. Um, you can definitely see that there's not really a particular type nor a target. It's, you know, usually just guys do you know a lot of things really well. So th this is a really wide open field. There's a lot of really quality golfers, especially adding in all the guys who made the tour championship. It's, it's going to be a, a pretty interesting tournament. Hell yeah. Get, listen, it could be, it could be a shitty tournament and I would be excited about it. But the fact that it's going to be this tournament, super excited, man. Like uh, I, I really am. Like I cannot fucking wait. Um, all right. So we're, we're shocking. Uh, we're already running long. Um, so before, so before we, before we jump into uh, some of the guys we like uh, or dislike uh, early before uh, any of the real odds are out, uh, I got to let you know, we're brought to you by better and than dot Vegas better than dot Vegas is an all new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos. It's like YouTube, but for what DJs only care about sports betting, the best part is you'll be able to get the video picks from the uh, SGPN crew that we're exclusively posting over at better than dot Vegas. They cover all the sports. NFL, college football, college basketball, and soccer. If free video picks aren't enough, they're also giving away cash a thousand dollars to the handicapper that wins the most units and a thousand dollars to the handicapper that has the most followers. Make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. So you don't miss out on any of our videos. And if you like that SGPN page wins any cash, they will give it away to the listeners. Um, so head over to better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. We have to start making some of those videos here. Now that we, uh, we get to start, start gambling again on golf. Um, and, uh, last but not least, uh, we're, uh, we're brought to you by ace per head. Ever thought of starting your own sports book, but don't know how ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site and all the lines updated to the second and wages graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile 
experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right, man. So you kind of give us a nice little breakdown of it's not like a, 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 you know, a single golfer mold that can win this. So, um, you know, I, obviously the odds, I don't know yet, but who, who are you probably looking to play? I mean, you got the usual suspects. I mean, you got Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Xander Reed. I mean, those guys have been really good at the golf course. I mean, there's, there's not, I mean, based on their play in the fall, there's not really a reason why any of them, you know, shouldn't do well. So I think they'll be right in the mix. Uh, I think Morikawa is going to probably going to start redeeming himself a little bit. You know, he had a really rough fall after the PGA championship. I think the break's going to help that kid. I do. And he actually played pretty well at the event last year. I mean, he's the type of guy who can, you know, he's good at everything, you know, except for maybe putting, but putting. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, if that's, you know, if he worked on that during the break, maybe he can do well too. I mean, Rom, you know, has played this tournament three times. He's gained over 2.25 strokes per round on the field there. I mean, Cantlay did pretty well last year. Um, and plus uh, Cantlay had probably the best moment of the tournament last year when he's caught in the hot mic, um, you know, calling the golfers pampered fucks. And, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Like, you know, he's pampered fucks want to play. That's Cantley, huh? Oh, yeah. And then uh, I forgot that was him. Maybe I should bring down my head. Yeah, and then uh, he bit. said, all right, the caddy's going to get the Mai Tai after the round. It'd be a good <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, listen, like, I mean, the, the thing is like, looking at the past, like performance of most of the guys in this field, like of the top players, they're all really good. Like Hideki's really good here. Webb's really good here. Sergio's even been good here. Cantley's been good here. So I mean, I think the cream is going to kind of rise to the top and, you know, there's not many guys who have underachieved like in this tournament that like would be bigger names. I mean, I guess like just based on like the fall form, I mean, the only big name I don't like, I mean, he's not even really a big name, but like burger, just because I don't really like him. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by Bryson more from a content standpoint, but I think just with the golf course, like it's. I know data golf, which is what I use for all my stats. It says driving distance is an advantage, but I don't think it's actually how you win here. Iron. I think it's with your approach games with your I think it's iron. Yeah. Irons. Yeah. So, I mean, it, honestly, everyone's going to be hitting 354 hundred yard drives here. So, I mean, yes, he could have a wedge into the greens, but it's not as big of an advantage as he could like, you know, cutting off dog legs or carrying over bunkers. Like right. he, he can't do because he's so. not, he's not great with the wedges as he's proven time and time again. No, I mean, could he even prove it over the break? He definitely could have, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm more just here for just the big, you know, Kenny hit it 475 yards, but as <laughs> yes. far as the performance, I mean, I, I don't know. I think he's going to be priced, you know, pretty, Wait, you know, I think he's going to be the second highest priced guy. Who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is going to be one? JT? No, DJ. You think DJ? Well, okay. Why wouldn't it be G- DJ? He's, he's, two, he's two-time winner here. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. No, I, I think it would be DJ Bryson, JT, Rom, Xander, then Webb. And then probably like I don't know. Probably Webb. Yeah, Webb would be up there too. Yeah. Webb's another guy with a good course history here too. He's he's getting over two strokes per round on the field. Yeah. So that's another guy to like, and then. I want to see what Scotty Scheffler is going to do with like how good he was prior to COVID. And then like, obviously he was rusty uh, on the comeback, uh, but I want to see how healthy he is. Yeah. I mean, there's some like really intriguing first time players in this field. So Abe answer, you know, yeah. I, 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 I kind of forgot. I mean, I, I forgot how good he played last year and you know, I mean, he's he shit on me every time I picked him, <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'll get, maybe it's a year of the answer, you know? So. <laughs> I mean, so he's a first time participant here. Um, I think the golf course could really favor him just because if he gets hot with the putter, you know, he's, you know, 
He's a little short off the tee, but you know, being a Kapalua could help him. Hovland's the first time. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Munez. Uh, Munez played yeah. last year and he was okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I feel mean, like he played, played really he, Yeah. I feel like he played well last year. Yeah, He played well last year. Um, you know, Cam Smith played well this tournament last year. He played well at the masters. Yeah. Victor Hovland's a first time participant. You know, That's I mean, he can play real. Sung Jay is a first time participant. Jason Kokrak, if he gets really hot with a putter again, I mean, yeah. he's first time percent. Carlos Ortiz, a first time participant, like the only guys in this field that have actually played this tournament who've lost strokes in their career is Andrew Landry, Ryan Palmer, Mackenzie Hughes, Hudson Swafford, Kevin Nahn, Nick Taylor. I mean, other than that, I mean, most of these guys have done really well at this tournament. So I think mm. we're in for a great tournament, a great tournament, a wide open one. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be pretty hard. I think for DraftKings. like, I think you got to really nail like, you know, your 7,000, $6,000 guys. If you want to cash, because yeah. I think most of your expensive guys, it's going to be hard to bomb out. Yeah, I mean, especially you obviously don't cut a fan, and it's going to be score and fucking galore. Especially even if even if it doesn't play as firm as as, as last year, and it's somewhere between fourteen and twenty one uh, under. Like, I mean, it's it's all about the scoring, right? right. So, uh, so you 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 actually want to grab on on guys like Camp Champ, somebody who can put a, a birdie streak together, you know, stuff like that. But we'll we'll dig, we'll dig a little more into that uh, once pricing comes out and we put out the show on Tuesday um, on uh, who we're liking for that. But yeah, man, I mean, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm pumped, bro. <laughs> I am just, I'm so pumped. Golf again. It's gonna be back in the saddle again. Oh man, it really is. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, yeah. So that's it. I mean, I guess, uh, I guess that's it, right? So we're doing two shows now, um, and uh, on Tuesday uh, we'll drop. We, wait, we recording on Tuesday? Or we drop it on Tuesday. We're recording on Tuesday. And we'll drop so we'll it do, on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So we'll do our typical DFS. We're just going to basically go over the entire field. I mean, there's only 40 guys, so there's not as much to cover, but right. we'll do the entire field of DFS and then we'll do a thrive lineup and then we'll go over the betting card and yeah, uh, we'll, you know, we'll get winners, get matchups, you know, we have props if they're out there too. So yeah, we're going to have you fully covered for all your betting needs, not just this, this tournament, but you know, all year, baby. Yes, this is the year. And I feel like, uh, I don't know, man, like uh, I'm super excited. Uh, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to spend a lot of money betting on golf this year. <laughs> I'm ready for it, baby. I'm ready for it. I mean, we'll get, we got our first round leader stuff coming up to make moon off happy. Um, and uh, that's it, man. Like, yeah, that's it. Uh, listen, uh, you guys will hear from us either late Tuesday night, uh, depending on what coast you live on or uh, first thing Wednesday morning for your drive to get you all squared away uh, for Thursday, man. So uh, for me, Boston Capper and for the God of golf himself, Steve Shermer, that's it, man. Well, green screens again, baby. Happy 21. Happy 21.